The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. WTJXFM 93.1 with yours truly, Neville James. It's a beautiful day in paradise, the first Tuesday in February. And uh, you know how we you know how we do things. Uh, I know I forgot to do one thing. Take, yeah, put this on silence. Get the sound off of this. So that you know what I mean? Make sure that this don't happen again. There we go. And um yeah. So we got a great show today. Um, we're going to be talking with the weather service in a little bit. Um, if I know what's going on, beautiful weather when I came in this morning. Mid to upper 70s, probably work its way into the 80s and all that stuff. Paradise, you know how it is. Uh, the table talk going to be great today. We got a number of things we're going to talk about to include um, something that I'm going to throw at the boys based on a suggestion that was made to me, re-Delegate Plaskett, um, and her even greater ability to be effective on behalf of the people of the Virgin Islands. That's number one. Number two, um, Chase has responded to the government of the Virgin Islands. And number three, the Biden jobs report and how it's impacting politics and the marketplace and all that stuff. That's going to be a great discussion beginning at the, the bottom of the hour. We got the weather service on. This morning. Uh, good morning. Who am I speaking with? Ian Colon. Ian Colon. ¿Cómo está? Bien, ¿y tú, papá? How's everything in the island? Every, the island life. Everything is good. Everything is good, man. How was the, 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 the... Everything is fine here. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful weather, um, Ian. Yeah, I know, finally. How long I mean, it's not like we had um, any flooding events or anything with the rain that we uh, experienced the last few days. Yeah. But this has been a bit... Annoying, you know, having all those passing showers on and on and on and on. All well, the well, 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 I don't know about that because it keeps the island green. And we prefer the I island know. to be green yeah, and brown. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take so you, you got to take something to keep it good. Yeah. Well, the U.S. Virgin Islands haven't seen much. No. No, they haven't seen much. I mean, we, what we had is basically some patches of moisture moving across the region. Mm-hmm. So the interaction with the like eastern hills and the sea breeze, which is more stronger in Puerto Rico than smaller islands. That's what has caused some of the freak, more frequent showers over eastern Puerto Rico. We had probably daily about a quarter of an inch in different areas, up to half an inch. In the islands, less than a ten, a point ten of an inch. So it's been, it hasn't been much. But oh, as you say, always good, right? Without a doubt. And um, this is this is supposed to be the dry season, right? I know. Yes. Yes. But, but we've gotten that. We got that uh, intermittent. Um, rain, so that kind of ho- uh, kind of undermining the dry season. So yeah, it's good, not only dry, but then fire weather conditions. Yeah. So are we looking at any more cold fronts? Because you know February is normally the coldest month on the mainland, 
and it works its way down towards us. Any cold fronts heading this way? No, not really. Nothing crossing us. We had one about uh, one or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The region. Yeah. I think we saw a 68 in uh, St. Croix Airport. Correct. One day or 67, something like that. I can can remember well. But other than that, so far, we're not expecting anything crossing the region. Um, there, This one, uh, I think the, these patches that move across the area, if I'm looking at the at the observations, they're, uh, no, they're pretty much staying north of the region. So nothing really much. But, you know, overall, even though it's a dry season, the forecast models show some moisture moving across the area, especially if we continue to have this east-southeasterly flow now, um, in Wal- the area. Walter Snell was telling me that uh, in the middle of Puerto Rico, in the middle of the island, it got down into the 50s. When it was, yeah, yeah, uh, when, yeah. When the cold front was in the region. Yes, yes. Especially what what happened is uh, clear nights. Usually you see lower temperatures. So when the cold front passed, we have very clear nights. And then we reported, yeah, on the low 50s, Ana Junta, Saibonito, mountains in the interior. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a good night, you know. Donde está Morovis? Morovis, that's in the middle of the island? It's kind of more like the northern hills. Northern hills, okay. Not, not the center, not the Cordillera Central, not the highest, but it's 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 part of the interior. Yeah, it doesn't have any any coast. So that wouldn't be that wouldn't be one of the areas. Uh, but wouldn't that be one of the areas that 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 has the cooler weather at night if it's up in the northern, the, it's, the it's northern more, interior? The Cordillera Central is it's not necessarily in the center, but more a little bit south, so at home, so north of Aponce, yeah, um, Sutuado, Yayuja, Hayuja. Ajuja, Ajuja, Ares, yeah. yeah. Orokovis, yeah. Orokovis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. That this is the good. Well, this is remember now. This is the time of the year when this this part of the this part of the Caribbean. A lot of people coming for weekend long weekends and and yes. week week long vacations. So yeah, the, running away from the cold. Running weather. away from the cold weather. So the good, the good. Now, now, final question before I ask you about uh, the weather. Um, you, you guys celebrate something every month in in Puerto Rico. What's the celebration in February? Because I know you had the octavitas I mean, in January. We had the, El Dia de la Candelaria, which is, I think it's something more religious when you're yeah. like burning fire. It's something related to fire. I don't know the story behind it. Yeah. Uh, of course, everybody celebrates, I guess, on some Valentine's Day. But mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, the, all the federal holidays. The, uh, President, the President's, pre- President's Day. Day in another two weeks. Yeah. Not this yeah, weekend. But, not this weekend. The following weekend. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I mean, I, I don't remember most of the local holidays because we don't usually... We we actually, but yeah, we don't get paid extra or anything during the local holidays. So we just you know we go with the flow. But um, not not not, not I can't think of anything local. Yeah. But there's always something going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, just, I just I just pulled it up. Fiesta de la Candelaria. That was last week. That was the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the second. Yeah, that's yeah. the second day. It's more of a ritual where you write. I think some of. Uh, what you right. your hopes no, or no, what, oh, no, what no, you no, 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 you get on your knees and you pray to God and ask him for forgiveness for all the bad things there that you, you did, all the yeah. bad things that you did. And that's why you My like God, that, that you, Google, that Google search is good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you get on your knees and you, you light a candle and you, you burn, you burn all of the bad things, all of the bad thoughts that you did. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm, but just, I'm just, you know, the fun. interesting part is it, it's a day fire and then february is a dry month so yes it's some, this is a big mistake there's something wrong <laughs> i agree i agree I but agree. it is what it is yeah yeah so tell me um what about the mariners and the beachgoers uh, okay in the good good, yeah. good question so we actually have increasing winds i don't know if you noticed you know oh, yeah. it's been pretty breezy oh yeah uh, especially over 
the islands, you know, and along the coastal areas in Puerto Rico. So not only that, but also we have a northerly swell that is going to rise and spread across the local waters, Atlantic waters and local passages. So um, with that, we're expecting building seas up to uh, 10 feet. Um, the highest seas, of course, are going to be in the Atlantic waters and, uh, and then decreasing um, as they uh, as that northerly swell spreads across the local waters. So far, we have small craft advisories for all the waters surrounding the U.S. Virgin Islands during the next few days. Uh, also, that gets reflected on the surf zone conditions. We have a high risk for both uh, the northern, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands. I, I never know how to refer to all of them to, uh, separately. Uh, and But on the northern Virgin Islands, that would say St. Thomas and St. John, we're expecting breaking waves up to around 10 feet. And because of that, we actually have a um, high surf advisory in effect for the northern Virgin Islands today until tomorrow afternoon. So conditions are not going to be uh, good for beachgoers, you know, any any visitors. Uh, and in San Croix, the hazard, the highest um, breaking waves will be uh, over the eastern side, uh, far eastern side of the island. And that's why we have the high current um, for that, uh, for St. Croix today. And it's going to continue at least through midweek. Well, that's a good thing. But what about precipitation, though? Oh, my God, precipitation. Not not much, not much in the forecast. I will say less than a quarter of an inch from now through midweek or even during the whole week in uh, in portions of the islands, but not a lot of rain um, over the area. One thing that could be good, we are expecting a upper level trough to settle over the central Caribbean. Um, that said, we probably will have some good upper level conditions for deep convective development. And when I mention that, I'm referring for thunderstorm development. Mm-hmm. So if anything develops over the waters, for example, when with that trough all west of the region, we may have some moving over the islands at some point or even coastal areas of southern Puerto Rico, eastern Puerto Rico, if anyone is interested. And that could bring some additional or significant rains. But other than that, we're not seeing anything anything good in the forecast okay. in terms of precipitation. Okay, good. Ian Colón, thank you very much, man. Great conversation. Yeah, a little bit of, good way to start the week. Um, tell my friend Sorry. Carlos Anselmi, I said hello, man. That's my guy. Yes. Yeah, and, and by the way, how's how's Robert Mitchell doing? I haven't heard from him in months. He's man. here right now. He's there. Oh, he was here. He's probably not. Yeah, man. Tell, tell him. Tell him. Tell him the people of Saint Croix. His homeboy is missing. We haven't heard him in a long time, man. You know, because oh, you know his mom. You know his mom's. His mom's. He's like, no, no, do you do it? You do it. So his, you know his mom's lives on Saint Croix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I get that. Hey, family, what's going on? Hey. Over there? <laughs> we, <laughs> we we missing you, man. How you doing, Bobby Mitchell? Everything good? Everything good, man. How happy, you doing? Happy New Year. I know it's I know it's February, but happy New Year to you and yours, man. Same to you, same to you all over there, man. You know, everything is good here, you know. Uh how mommy, how how mommy doing? Mommy doing good. Mommy doing real good, man. I oh. talked to her yesterday, you know, and uh, everything doing nice. I mean you guys been getting some pretty good weather, right? Nice and breezy. We don't have to turn on the fan at night. We go close the window, kind of be nice and cool at night, man. Nice. No, man, that's it, right? You no air condition. No nothing, air condition, right? no that's fan, no air condition, right? no fan. I go close the window a little bit. Nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice weather. Good to hear your voice, man. Thanks a lot. Um, man, same to you. I- All right. Ian, muchas gracias, man. Love Thanks. See everybody over there. All right, take Mo- care. Most definitely take good. Thanks a lot, right, Ian. Bye. Thanks for hooking me up, man. I appreciate that. Okay. You got I'll it. See you next. Talk to you next week. Next week. Take care. You got it. That's uh, Ian, Ian Colón down there at the National Weather Service. You know, my uh, my engineers, um, you know, they hooked me up, you know. Um, they, they set this thing up, and we got a great relationship with, with, with San Juan. That's a good way to start every week to me. 
you know what I mean? Just let the public know uh, what to expect from a weather perspective. If we if we see anything unusual, we we reserve the right to call them on any day, and uh, they they respond. So uh, we we appreciate that. We really do. So it looks like we got some good weather coming up. Okay, and don't forget we got the Ag Fair. <clears throat> um, not this weekend. Following weekend, eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. And we got um, the Department of Agriculture going to be coming back on the 15th to let us know all the details, you know, how much it costs to go in, all that stuff, what to expect. They're doing some new training and some new little wrinkles and all that stuff uh, into the system, you know. Uh, down there, they got a nice system where uh, um, structure, um, Saturday morning, they have the opening ceremonies and all the dignitaries, the governor. Uh, UVA president, uh, everybody, all the agency heads who might be playing a part in that livestock farm of the year, crop farm of the year. We got another, we got another farm of the year this as as, as well uh, this year. You know, so um, it's gonna be good. They'll be back again on the fifteenth. Had a good conversation with um, Commissioner Nelson uh, on February the first. Now, um, yeah, like I said, we got a great conversation coming up at the bottom of the hour. Um, the tabletop got some interesting items. A lot of, lot, lot of, lot of stuff going on on the mainland. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna, we're gonna break that down. But you know, you know, we like to do our housekeeping because it is that time of the year, right? Where we gotta keep an eye on um the COVID numbers. And we had a great report Friday afternoon, right? Would you believe the ratio was thirty to one? Negatives to positives, 364 negatives, 12, 12 positives, 30.333, three to be exact. So that's a good thing. 12 positives, three on St. Croix, seven on St. Thomas, two on St. John. Our actives are now down to 150 after peaking at uh, 289 last week, Monday. Yeah, that was a big number. Two eighty nine. No, no, no. Well, up at up at higher two ninety three on the nineteenth. The morning of the nineteenth when I was here. That was a couple of Tuesdays ago, I believe. Or a couple of Mondays ago. We said, what the hell? So there's a six. Last week was the thirtieth. So eleven days before that. So that would have been the Thursday. Yeah. That would have been uh Thursday the nineteenth. Check. So well, no, 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 that was actually Friday the 20th. Friday, January 20th, that morning, we reported, well, no, actually, two weeks ago today, it was high as 296. What is this? Yeah, so now we, we literally cut that in half. We dunked to 150. That's a good thing, okay? Uh, 103 on St. Croix, 41 on St. Thomas, and 6 on St. John. That's a big number for St. John. Go keep an eye on that, like they say over there in St. Thomas. All right, daddy. Go keep an eye on daddy. Um, so we're going to be, um, I think we're going to be okay. And the reason why I, I have optimism for that is because the national, right, positivity rate is now 10. Remember being hanging out at 11 for the longest? It has now dropped a percentile to 10%. And you know the lag. The lag effect where everything on the mainland normally it hits us a little bit, a little bit afterward, depending on, you know, you know, what area you're talking about. It could be money, it could be clothing, it could be sickness, 
what have you. With that 10% now, 40,473 daily cases on average per day. <clears throat> right? Hospitalizations now at 30,476. I love this number. Right? ICU at four at 3,836 and 458 deaths per day. I don't like that number. You know what I'm saying? But um, I wish that number was zero. But it is what it is, you know? But we like that 10%. And, you know, on, you know, hoping we don't see any more subvariants, even though, you know, that's just how the nature of the sickness. And if we don't get any subvariants for a while, no waves. I haven't read anything about any waves uh, in Europe or um, the eastern part of the world, mid-east, far east, what have you. So that's a good sign, right? No, of course, you know, as soon as I say so, you're going to see a story come up sometime soon. Down here, um, in these parts, we don't call it goat mouth. So I'm trying to put a goat mouth on and what we're dealing with here. It's like, don't laugh, Danny. I know you, I know you hear that, that slang before, right? We, we want to put a goat mouth on anything. So let me just knock on wood and keep things, keep things going. Now, Friday, and this is going to be a topic we're going to touch on, right? We talked some market numbers. It was a jobs report. The January estimate was at 175,000. The estimate. Friday morning, you know, the first Friday of every month, there's a jobs report. It came in at 517,000 new jobs added in January. That's a crazy number. Me, right, me and Rocky and Ronnie gonna going to break that one down because uh, Duck School, uh, uh, Donald Duck School, the majority leader, our uh, chief, uh, what he be? We got a CFO, a CEO, a CLO. Yeah, he's our chief operating officer. Um, he's asked to be excused. So when we do the quorum call, we're going to read his excuse letter uh, into the record. Um, yeah, that's a big number, man. And um, so um, Rani and Rocky and I are going to break that one down because that's three times the estimate. Some people are skeptical about the size of the number. And number two, it's impacting Wall Street. And we're going to break that down uh, as well. So check this out. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to touch on some more local details, <coughs> local items. And then uh, the boys, um, that's what we will, boys will be boys. Don't care how old you be. Um, they should be on um, at the bottom of the hour. So, great start. Thank you, Ian Colong and Robert Mitchell. Be back right after this. A new year equals new business opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers deposit banking products, business online platforms, and commercial loans. Their SBA lending department offers financing options and access to capital for businesses. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peters Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix is an equal housing lender. Bankofstcroix.com. Parents, have you struggled with finding safe spaces for your children to meet up and learn through play and social interaction? Teen Time at the VI Children's Museum offers fun family learning for children ages 12 to 18 years old. A free program for all participants. 
For dates and information, 340-643-0366 or teentime at vichildrensmuseum.org. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly, what a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico. And a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning here. And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. So like I was saying, right, um, <clears throat> on Friday, notwithstanding the um, awesome jobs report, there's some impact about that, you know, um, that we're going to get into with um, Rania Rocky. But it impacted Wall Street, um, where the Dow, which had closed at 34,053.94 on Thursday, uh, it lost 122.93 points on Friday, right? Third, and it closed at 33,926.01. 14 of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains and 16 saw losses. NASDAQ was down 1.59%. S&P 500 was down 1.04%. And Russell 2000 was down 0.78%. And I sent the article uh, to to the boys, and I want to read it for you. And I also want to touch on uh, something that's taking place on St. John, because, you know, St. John was a, a nice topic of discussion last week, right? Um, here's what it said, what's driving the markets, right? And this is an article from uh, Market, Stop, uh, Market Snapshot on MarketWatch.com. Uh, Right, they said, "What's driving the markets?" Right, there continued to be shock over the five hundred and seventeen thousand surge in non-farm payrolls reported by the Labor Department on Friday. On one hand, this is a quote <clears throat> from Ruyaka Ibrahim, an analyst at BCA Research. On one hand, a resilient labor market could buttress house- households' willingness and ability to continue consuming and therefore support corporate earnings and equities over the near term. But longer term implications are more dire. If a second wave of inflation is triggered, the Fed would have to act more forcefully, perhaps leading to a deep recession, she said. January's payroll reports wasn't a game changer. It was a game extender. Said differently, the Fed's messaging regarding how far into restrictive territory policy needs to push and the duration of the stay at such levels is beginning to resonate with investors. We're going to get some more tomorrow. This is our rate strategist at BMO Capital Markets. I said that we're going to get some more. We're going to get a better feel about the Fed's position tomorrow. 
right? Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell will have the opportunity to react on Tuesday when he delivers a speech to the Economic Club of Washington. Traders also were reacting to the political rift between the U.S. and China after President Joe Biden ordered a balloon be shot down. And that's something we can talk about uh, with the table talk as well, because that was over America for a while, right? And uh, China had said the balloon was to monitor weather, not for spying, and had been blown off course, right? And the Hang Seng, which is a, the, the, the Chinese market, dropped uh, 2%. So that's another topic we're going to uh, delve into uh, in a little bit. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm, 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 you know, as, as I get up there, I'm starting to pay a, a little bit more attention to the, to the, to the Federal Reserve, you know, uh, because they keep telling us that the market will correct itself. The marketplace will correct itself. But then I'm seeing, you know, activity. You check over and over again with respect to interest rates and the 25 and 50 points and all that stuff and one point, I mean, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff trying to manipulate it. So it, it kind of counters what you're telling us where if the marketplace is, is, is you know, I'm going to use the right verb here, right? Is structured, Right? To correct itself, why are we continuously getting involved? You know, where interest rates are concerned. It's like we like the confusion of the marketplace. And and sometimes you want, you start asking yourself, are egos playing more of a role with respect to us functioning? In terms, in this case, you know, where our spending capital is concerned, you know, borrowing, you know, borrowing capacity and all that stuff, you know, what's going on, you know, and uh, I, I don't know. And then um, what's his name is having fun. The same Paul Krugman, right? This is an, uh, an economist for the New York Times for donkey years who actually um, takes up residence on the western part of St. Croix from time to time. And um, he he been having a feeling with them now because when the reports came out, he liked to tease these people who was telling telling the wall, you know, that that uh, we are in trouble, deep recession coming, right? He he referred to them as team stagflation. You know, check. He don't have fun with them. He said because I keep telling people, right, that this gonna happen and that gonna happen and all that stuff, and then the next thing you know, you check. Ain't, ain't, ain't happening. You check. So, um, okay, here it is. By definition, right? Stagflation means economic growth has slowed dramatically or grown to a halt with high employment, a drop in gross domestic uh, spending. Come on, I'm going to get the rest of it now. You check. Mm, I'll make sure. I read, I read it right. The read right paragraph here. We're gonna accept these cookies. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, stagflation means economic growth has slowed dramatically, or grown to a halt, with high unemployment, a drop in gross domestic product, slumping wages, and other factors. Right. So he, 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 he been trying to tell them, I keep talking about this recession, but people working. 
So I don't want to have it both ways, right? And when the jobs report came out on Friday, you know, he had a field uh, with them. And, you know, it's, there's so much politics. There's so much politics in, in and maybe there's too much politics involved in this thing now. We're over politicized, so we gotta figure that one out, you know. You know. Now you telling uh, one of my people them telling me don't conflate the two economy and the market. Of course I'm not doing that, sir. We know Wall Street is the market and the economy is out there and uh front street, back street, and side street. I'm aware of that. And main street. I'm aware of that. Okay, I'm very much aware of that. So back off for me. I know you, you want to take your shots, but don't don't try. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. The reality is the politics of it, where they try to manipulate how people are thinking. Right. Whenever, when 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 the 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 Dow was down in the high 20s, high 20,000s. The politicians, the Republicans were saying, see, Joe Biden's the worst thing there ever was and all that stuff. The economy's in trouble. Now it's in the mid-30s, high 33, low 34. Can't hear from them crickets, right? And they know all along two different entities. One is about investing and the economy is about spending. People working, they knew that. So, you know, like I said, I'm very much aware of, of what's going on there. Take it easy, okay? Calm down, okay? But the reality is things that happen on Wall Street and in the marketplace, these different back offices where the, you know, major investments taking place, many a times they do impact what is taking place on Main Street. Back street, front street, and side street. That's just the reality. McDonald's, there in the last four. They only got one small one down in the Bowery. Okay? So keep an eye on that. Uh, we should be hearing from the boys um, <clears throat> in a little while. Uh, and, I, and I'm definitely looking, looking forward uh, to bringing down a number of different things. So... Here we go. I forget to turn off this one. What they say now? Oh yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 trouble they use Wall Street as a measure of the whole economy. Correct, and that's not the case. That's investment. That's investment town. You check. A lot of things going on out in rural America, suburban America, uh, and all that stuff. Um, good morning, uh, Ronnie Russell. How are you? Good morning, Neville. Yeah, man. Good, to... good you, you, The team is here? Yeah. Um, Rocky should be calling in soon. And uh, and uh, Doc's Cole has asked uh, to be excused. Um, he, he, he got some run-ins he's dealing with, so he said to make sure to read. Uh, when we do the quorum call, to make sure we read his excuse letter, uh, his absence letter into the, red, into the record so we could uh, excuse him. So how you been? I've been good. I've been good. I can't complain. Um... You know, Sinqua is beautiful. Yes, sir. Today's a beautiful yeah, Monday you know, for real. Yeah, and you know, there are a lot of activities this weekend and people going out, Neville. Yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you got to see, 
it, the normalcy might be different, but it's returning to where people engaging, socializing, enjoying themselves, you know, and um, that's part of living in St. Croix. It might be dead winter up in the States. You can't go out unless you are kind of close, but down here we could just enjoy our weather and, you know, the social events that happen. So I, I think it's beautiful. Well, you know, um, the fair coming up um, in another in another 11 days or 12 days, uh, 12 days, yeah, 12 days. And uh, we're keeping an eye on our um, our COVID numbers because they're regressing, which we anticipated, and that's a good thing. Um, so, but you know, when the fear happens, that gonna be people congregating, so you know what gonna happen there. But, um, yeah. but, but you know, you, 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 you adapt, you know, that's, that's what we're dealing with. We're in, we're in a, 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 a time period where, you know, we, we, we're paying a little closer attention to detail and all that stuff. So you know, we'll be okay. I think so. I think so too. And I think that, um, you know, the community has responded to adjusting to the COVID environment mm -hmm. and that's. That's a big part of it, you know, a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the the, the real adjustment, though, we were talking about this on Friday. I know you were busy and you, you couldn't chime in, um, but we had the power hour. And we're, we're at the point now where um, it's time for Robert to truly meet the road, Ronnie, in terms of our recovery, where energy is concerned, you know. Um, the public is... Is, is not with the timeline business anymore. They want to see these things happening because we will feel these, um, the effects of the recovery. It will affect our pocket, uh, our pocket, you know what I mean? Wallet and, and, and boss, respectively. And our spending power, that's what we're focusing on now, you know, Ronnie. We need our spending power to be increased and it can be increased. And if we continuously paying too much for energy, can't work. You know, the the the, yeah. the logic, the logic, and the, and the math don't allow for that. Yeah, you know, and um, really, we have had this albatross around our neck for the last twenty twenty five years, mm -hmm. and, and it's a it's crunch time now. You right? It, it's that's it's, a good, that's a good term. There. That's a good. Term. I like that word, crunch time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because for too long now, man, they got we how they want, Ronnie, man. Oh gosh, man, got a limit to everything. Yeah, and and that that especially with energy because everybody is affected, and that the businesses particularly, um, you know, a lot some businesses close and Christian set down. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, man, you're going to feel for them because now is when they're supposed to be making that money, man. Yep. And, you know, I, I was I, I was pretty surprised, you know. And that is mainly the cost of doing business in the Virgin Islands is so expensive. We're importing stuff because we have to. And then we have energy knocking you know, the whole idea of a, a profit or a reason to go into business mm -hmm. that out the door. So you 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 you're having a business to pay mainly your bills and and that not to enjoy life and run a business to have us profit to so that you could enjoy life. And these businesses, especially in the towns, are really suffer a lot because um and Wapa got different costs for the energy for a business and for a resident. And the, and the government can't subsidize Wapa forever. 
No, cannot. No, and that, no. and that's the reason why we need the infrastructure investment, right? So to, to to reduce or limit the need for for that subsidy. So we 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 you're right. This is crunch time without a doubt. We got um the ranking member, um the CEO of the table talk, the man himself, um Almando Rocky Labor, numero uno la papeleta de Saint John. Good morning, um Mr. Ranking Member. How are you? Good morning, Mr. President. Um, I don't know if Ronnie is on yet. Yes, he is. Good morning to. Yes, he is. Oh, good. Good morning, Mr. President. Also, <laughs> and good morning to your listening audience. Good morning, morning. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, literally this morning, all the president's men, men. This morning, the trio. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah. um, and I got a call. I got a call. Donald Duck's call has has informed me that he got some run-ins to deal with. So he wants us to mark him as excuse. So we at this point yeah. <laughs> today, today we will we will officially oh, yeah. we will officially deem Donald Duck's call as excuse from today's uh, table talk discussion. Gentlemen, we got a minute about a minute before the next break. So here we go. Right, we got a number of things yeah. we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about Stacy Plaskin because you know she was named to a very um uh, important a subcommittee, committee, yeah. right? Subcommittee yeah, last week. So we're gonna talk about that and a suggestion that was made to me by someone with respect to how she could even further impact the Virgin Islands. Right. And I know I know Rocky, you're gonna like this oh, one, okay. so I, I gonna hold off on that one. I'll leave that one for you. Uh, okay, right? all right. Um we're gonna also talk about um the, the jobs report for for Friday, how it how it does undermine a lot of politics and and all that stuff, um, um, because it came in at three times what they estimated the January jobs report, which was important. I, I got and I, and I sent you guys the article, and then of course you know we're gonna talk about Chase because Chase Bank has asked the court uh, to dismiss the lawsuit that was filed yeah. against them the last yeah. part of December, and they took some shots yeah. against the Virgin Islands, and that's what I want us to talk about. Now uh, I know. You know, people might think, you know, well, you know, gosh, do that. No, 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 no. The reason why we want to talk about them is because, um, number one, we don't duck high-profile issues here on this show. That's number one. And then, and then number two, uh, we have uh, a legal counsel in our midst, and and he's gonna give us some guidance as to what to expect from the government side. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we will first talk about um, Delegate Stacy Plaskett and her impact uh, in the legislation in in the uh, House of Representatives. We'll be back right after this on the table talk. Full effect. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's uh that's a great question. Oh, that's a great <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On Fresh Air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJ FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. 
Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app, available for download from the App Store in Google Play. Tune in to Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands. Listen and watch to get news and information on upcoming events as well as informed conversations with agencies and community organizations. On WTJX-TV Channel 12, Fridays at 8.30 p.m., Sundays at 2 p.m., Saturdays streaming live on AARP Virgin Islands and WTJX's Facebook page Tuesdays at 11 and live 11 a.m. at 93.1 WTJX-FM, Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands. We're back here on uh, Analysis. The Table Talk uh, is in effect. Uh, we got um, Armando Rocky Labor uh, out of St. John. Uh, good morning, uh, Mr. President. Two times over. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Um, and um, first of all, again, good morning to everyone. And of course, um, Pre- Senate President 29th Legislature, the one and only Ronnie Russell, originally from out of the West, but now we're hanging out in Canada Ridge. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. And good morning to. You're a wonderful listening audience, and both of you. Without a doubt, the strength yeah. of the show, the audience. Gentlemen, a man come to me Friday, and he said, you know something, Neville? Um, Congresswoman Plaskett, she's a delegate, right? She's not a congress. She's not a, a congresswoman with, with, with the ability to vote and final passage and all that stuff. He said, you know, she has so much profile now. If she is being appointed by Hakeem Jeffries, to important subcommittees like this because of her performance, the brilliance that she exuded two years ago around this time when they had the second impeachment of uh, Donald Trump. He was not removed because they only got 57 votes in the in the Senate and they needed 67, but he was impeached in the House uh, two times. There is a possibility. This is a suggestion, Rocky Labor, to you first. There's a possibility that she might be in a better position to help the Virgin Islands if she were to be a congresswoman out of New York or even a U.S. senator. Uh, and she has that kind of profile and impact. Now, of course, if that was to happen, she would have to resign from um, the, 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 being the delegate and representing the people of the Virgin Islands. But if she were to ascend right, um, into a, uh, a parallel position with more voting power, in Congress, or to be a U.S. senator from the state of New York, and you know, Rocky, we were we've had discussions in the aftermath of that performance two years ago, where we were speculating as to whether or not she is going to run for office again, which ultimately she did, or would she go into the private sector, where you know, um, you know, she became very, very popular um, because of that uh, performance. Um, but th- in this case, um, to be of Virgin Islands pedigree, right? And representing mm-hmm. the state of New York, whether it be um, a district out of uh, New York City or the, the entire state. Of course, you know, Chuck Schumer is up for re-election again. And AOC been talking about it. And of course, um, Hildebrand, uh, she's been there since 2009. What's your take 
on that because Rocky, you know, that, that's that's the nature of the political arena. Um, Hillary Clinton, originally from Illinois, she was a U.S. senator from the state of New York. Um, Robert Kennedy from from Massachusetts, he was a senator uh, for the state of New York because you know they got very relaxed um, pre- residency requirements for the state of New York. Um, and and for for this person to suggest that um, Delegate Plaskett could consider that speaks to the level of impact and profile that she has. I know that you know we would be, some people would be offended or oh, guys look we vote for her she's a, she's been a delegate five times blah 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 and all that stuff. But as it relates to impact to help the people of the Virgin Islands, what's your take on that suggestion, Rocky and then Rani? Well, first of all, let me say that. It sounds like the seed has been planted <laughs> already. So I, you know, you know me how I operate. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm saying that I know there's going to be if, if this was to happen, there's going to be those persons, you know, pro and con. But I could see it as being more pro Virgin Islands than against Virgin Islands. Mm. Why? Because it would remind me of the Puerto Ricans. They have ascended into Congress, and they they have a, a cloud. They they develop a a, a momentum of their issues surrounding their their territory. They they um they definitely they're in the forefront. As a matter of fact, they're not only doing that. They they're now extending now. Last night at the Grammy, you could see um, Bad Bunny. They they definitely sending that language and the story about immigrants out there. And so if this were to happen, um, there would be a, she would be able to join those folks in a lot of the issues. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, it's, um, you know, let's look at it. You know, sometimes she might want to maximize her potential. Mm-hmm. And, and the mere fact that she was able to go at that level in, in with, um, with President uh, Trump, it, it it opens up doors, you know. And sometimes, you know what I say: timing is timing is of the essence. Yes, sir. You know, depends on the time. The the window opportunity don't always stay open, you know. And so it's something to think about. I, you know, if if she feels that she can make a big difference, or what well, the thing is, you gotta feel she could win. That's number one. That's right. You know, you gotta. That's right. You gotta feel you can't do nothing unless you win. Yeah, you're, you're, so you're, 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 you're just doing things for the hell of it. You got to factor in winability. Yeah, you, you can't win. You can have the greatest idea in the world, but if you 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 gotta get there, right? And if with her pop, um, popularity and, and her tenure thus far, it certainly gives her uh, up on anybody else thinking about something like that. So I I I I, I would think about. You know, it's a possibility, and she just might need to explore some more and see, you know, what what she thinks the outcome would be. But it, it could only help Dubai, not her to be. Rani, is is it far fetched to think that that she has this kind of potential? If in fact she was to um, consider um, running for a house seat, uh, remember she was born in Brooklyn, even though she got VI roots, and of course um, the U.S. Senate, um, for the most part, if you're running for a Senate out in New York. For the most time, you're based in in New York City, not upstate. What's your take on that? Well, I think it's an absolutely beautiful opportunity for our delegate. I I see it 
as a win-win for the Virgin Islands. Because if she gets to vote and actually participates in the process, Neville, she ain't participating in the process fully right now. Mm -hmm. She's a delegate from here. If she ascends, and I call it ascend, mm -hmm. to uh, even a congressperson from New York and, whoa, a senator would be, wow, fantastic. I think the opportunity is knocking on the door. And the appointment by Hakeem Jeffers and her, her stature, you, you got to remember she has gained a lot of respect from both sides because Fox News like to call her. She has a lot of credibility and more importantly, she is very competent. So I think the time is now to rise. If, if, if she herself feels it, go for it. That's how I feel, you know? We have a we have a call on the line. Good morning, caller. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I just I just, I, I just uh, turned on the stream and uh, is it you saying that Delegate Plaskett is considering no. either running no. for the House or the Senate mm. in the state of New York? No, no. Oh, okay. No. Just I, wanted to get that clear. No, no, no. But I don't know if I don't know if you're really doing that. And I believe I believe that's your way of walking away <laughs> into the conversation. You believe you believe people you 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 believe that people ain't really hip to what you're doing. You check. I said I said I said you I said not me. I live out on the road too. Don't try that there with me. Ain't gonna walk. You check. Don't try that. Don't laugh, Rocky. Rocky, Rocky, you know the move. Rocky, you know the move too. You check. No, no, she ain't considering nothing. It was, it was, suge no, it was suggested. No, 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 no. You ain't want to get nothing until you believe you're smart and, and, and ain't gonna walk. You, you know that what, what we said, it was suggested by someone given her, her profile and her impact that maybe she could actually help us even more if she was a full fledged congresswoman or a U.S. senator out of the District of New York, where she originally is from. That's, all, that, that, that's the nature of discussion. She ain't considering nothing. This is what we are speaking about, Mr. Grant. Now you're officially good morning uh, to the show. Um, what's up? No, I, as a registered Democrat in the 50th Congressional District, I just wanted to get that clear because um, I voted for... Uh, Ms. Gildebrand in 2018, mm -hmm. um, and uh, my boy is Chuck, the Senate Majority Leader. Mm -hmm. So as a matter of fact, I'm preparing right now my itinerary to send into scheduling to um, Senator Schumer's office. Uh, so hopefully I'll be get, able to get on schedule and get to Washington, D.C. But I, I just, I, like I said, I just did on the stream and I wasn't sure what was being said. But... Uh, I just want to get back to um, Friday no. when you had, um, if possible, when you had uh, the Whopper team on. The, C the CEO. It, it was the CEO and the chairman of the governing the board. CEO and Andrew Smith and Miss and uh, what's Kyle, Kyle Fleming, Mr. Kyle Fleming, chairman of the, C chair, chairman of the governing board. Well, uh, now that we have Armando Rocky Ryber here on the show, because mm -hmm. one of the things I didn't get to fully discussed because of time 
no, no, hold on there. Hold, hold on there. Hold on there. Hold on there. Hold on there. I, in principle, don't really like to be this way with my guests. But the, the topic that we're touching on right now is the potential for the current delegate to Congress. And we're looking at um, a suggestion with respect to how she can further impact not only the Virgin Islands, but the insular possessions as well, if she was a full-fledged member of Congress. That's what the discussion is right now. Well, check this out, right? That's okay. to show you. That's to show you how understanding I gonna be. So, so I just want let me let me conclude that. So, Rocky, you don't think it's a bad idea, uh, and Ronnie, you think it's a wonderful um, suggestion. I want to make sure I get that clear from both of you, gentlemen. Sorry, me. Yes, I, I I don't think it's a bad idea. I I think it has merit to it, and but I say you gotta wait out, and if it works, it's gonna work good for us. That's the bottom line. But time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. Okay, good. And look like Ronnie um, has has been disconnected. Hopefully, we're getting back on again. So I just wanted to to, to, to clarify that. So uh, so that's where we at. Uh, we brought that up, and we've disposed of that. And of course, the public um, they will weigh in. What have you? Now, uh, what is your question relative to? Cause we got like three or four minutes before the next break. What's your question okay, relative sure. relative to Friday's discussion in the power hour? Yeah. Uh as as you know, um, I don't know if the government is still subsidizing Whopper. Yes, it is. I think that was only a six-month temporary thing from uh, June to December, which was some miscellaneous funds out of OMB. No. But one of the things, no. as we see... What... No, 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 no. The, the, government, uh, the government has... Uh, it was ARPA funds that the government had the ability to use um, whichever way they see fit, and that was the that was the source uh, for the subsidy. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, well, regardless, the, is the, the, we're talking about subsidizing uh, fuel. Correct. As I said Correct. to Mr. Smith, that was their major uh, expenditure. So how do we move forward with attempting to help WAPA by giving them some sort of subsidy based on their liquidity and their fiscal condition? So uh, I was trying to bring up the subject of Making water, bottling it, and exporting it. Because WAPA only way to generate revenue at this point is through the sale of electricity and water to the Virgin Islands. And as we see, the base has been shrinking. And as a matter of fact, since I left WAPA in 2010, when we used to peak at about 82, 84 megs, that was the St. Thomas, St. John, Water Island District, which is now peaking at some 50-something megs. So as you see, like new development, like Megan Bay Junction uh, opening up and they come in, opening up with uh, them being off the grid, uh, producing their own water and electricity. And, you know, most of the major hotels are doing the same thing. So um, with the market being volatile and the, the price of fuel uh, going up and down due to the volatility, and then how are WAPA going to have ways of uh, getting additional revenues? Well, if with a public-private partnership, like uh, uh, Senate President uh, Leibert discussed in his bill, uh, as far as uh, having a bottle water in factory, this is a way now that with the exportation and, uh, um, and sales, which would 
have a sustainable revenue stream, which is a way now with that uh, revenue stream and the, the the sharing of these revenues, this is a way that we could now subsidize WAPA until either the uh, Senate, I think it would have to be the Senate because they created WAPA in 64 under Title 30. Uh, but, 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 hold, but hold, hold on, but hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, a, hold on a second. Once again, um, you are looking at revenue streams, and one of the things that we, Randy and I, spoke about when we first uh, started table talk this morning is, and I want to bring Rocky in here. Uh, another way for us to reduce costs to the ratepayers is if we have this sound infrastructure investment. And that would reduce, you know, what we burn in so that the, the, the actual, um, the prices that the, the average rate payer are paying to the system is, is reduced because as it stands right now, we're paying too much. So we need the recovery to take place, to take hold. This is crunch time now. This is year five going to year six of the recovery. And we need to fix that. So we're going to take a break. And I know when I come back, I'll let Rocky um, uh, comment on that. Um, we're here in the table talk. It's Monday, uh, February 6, 2023. We'll take a break and be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news design for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. What is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. That I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. Here on WTJX FM 93.1. 